Perfect. What is popping, baby? Uh, everything is popping. Everything is popping. Everything is perfect because it's ordained by God. And that's just where I'm at with life. Mm, we got to get right into it. Welcome back to another Big Talk session. It is your host, Tara Chantel, and I have the goddess with me. I would allow you to introduce yourself, and please don't be humble. Let them know who you is, what you do, where you be at. Okay. Hand it over. <laughs> hey, loves. My name is Asada Cheers. I'm currently located in ATL. I do brand development. I do business development. I do everything. For business owners, for influencers, and people who just want to build their brand. Um, I have about seven clients right now. Yes, sis. And they're all located in different states. So the I have, power of yes, technology. Yes, and I haven't even promo for real on my social media networks yet because everything's new. But yeah, that's what I do. I'm taking in like actresses now and models. And it's been fun. It's been a good experience. I also do podcasting, and that's in a rebranding process. So that's me. Asada Imani and follow my page Asada Cheers okay. wow so being able to help brands develop what aspects go into that really it's a strategy it's a strategy it's all about the strategy and I feel like I'm a master strategist I did I'll have a bachelor's degree but beyond the degree I've been gifted with strategizing and so people will seek my guidance and seek I, I charge $100 for a consultation Period. Because I got a lot of, for real, I got some gems in there. You can change your whole everything. Right. Tell her to drop them for us real quick. Yeah. <laughs> God, literally, with the, the whole queen right now, you're going to have to just sprinkle a little bit. Yes. It's an expansion. It's a, <laughs> I'm going to sprinkle. Give me some Tinkerbell. So tell us like a tip for marketing that we can all use to like elevate our brand. Authenticity and consistency. You got to be organic. A lot of times like I do image consulting. And so I have a woman who's very modest and that's who she is naturally. But she wanted to do some different stuff to attract different people. It wasn't about portraying a false image. It was about showing that you're a multi-dimensional woman mm. and be authentic in that. Don't try to fit a mold because you're like, I want my brand to express this. That's boring. People get tired of seeing the same font on your, your quotes and the same, you know what I'm saying? The same picture background and aesthetics. They want new clothes. They want new vibes. You know what I'm saying? And so it's the authenticity and the consistency. Ooh. Yes. That's power. Because mm -hmm. I feel so free just being myself now. Yes. It's like you take the shackles off. Yes. How is freedom for you? Freedom, freedom for me is everything. And I was telling you, I believe in Jesus Christ and I sought and I got redeemed and received freedom through believing in Christ Jesus. I was not always a believer. I was kind of, you know, confused. I confused, believing in different gods and freedom for me is deeper than religion. It's the spirit. I don't mm. even do the same basic traditional, conventional Christian acts. And so a Christian will look at me and be like, girl, you ain't a Christian. Honestly. Mm. But I have the Holy Spirit in me. And so that freedom that that brings, I feel free to be myself. I feel free to come as I am. I feel free to be loud. Yes. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I don't care. We go to grandmama's house. Grandmama, this is who I am. With all respect. 
I don't care if we go into the president's ball. This is who I am. Mm. And that's freedom. You don't shift or alter your truth. You don't do that. There's nothing free in that. And I feel like that's disobeying God when you're not yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do a lot, like living in society, like mm-hmm. unconsciously just following along the world and not even following our truth. Yes. You know what you said earlier that I would love for you to like touch on because we have been so accustomed to like achieving and looking towards the future, mm-hmm. like waiting for someone to save us. But tell us what Paul said, honestly. <laughs> exactly what scripture I think it was Corinthians or Cali, I don't remember that's exactly my, exactly my point but about you know what I'm saying yeah. but he was talking about marriage so Paul in the Bible was talking about marriage and how marriage brings many troubles that's just period that's exactly what it said marriage brings many troubles when you are in your singleness is you and the Lord you, you get it yeah. troubles versus peace but why we be choosing peace? Why we be choosing peace? I mean, ooh. Why, why we, we be choosing peace? Cho- no. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Because <laughs> that's naturally. That's naturally what we should be choosing. Why do society choose trouble? Because we do. Cho- that's our That's our first reaction that we should be choosing peace. But yes. why do we choose trouble? <sighs> It all goes down to the chaos that our society is rooted in. There's chaos on the television. People love watching dramatic Lifetime-based movies and shows. We, we live for that. We love scary we movies. Want, yes. Why do we like Halloween? Why is that even existing? Simulation. The thrills. We want that all the time. But there's so much beauty and stillness and peace and solitude solitude Mm -hmm. is where the magic happens Mm -hmm. is when you identify who you are and most people run away from who they are our whole culture does that's why i realize like especially they say to women oh you gotta find you somebody you can't be alone now you gotta find you somebody Mm -hmm. and i'm like why do we have to find anyone Mm -hmm. like we are already completed i never understood it Mm. wow when you said find someone, it to me it said come out of myself and look for something outside of myself. That will never fill me up. Because who who really gonna fill us up is God. Mm-hmm. And we know that and we're seeking like from we get distracted. I feel like society got us so distracted thinking like we're less than mm-hmm. like we don't got all the answers. Like we need yes. a degree, like we need a job, we need like we need all this aesthetic stuff yes. to fit this mold to prove to others. Mm. But like we don't gotta prove to nobody nothing. That's facts. Mm. All everything you just said is like outside of you. You're leaving an empty void, an empty, like I don't know, an empty soul to step outside of yourself. You create you create an empty soul by stepping outside of yourself. You're escaping yourself, like you said. 
And then you're outside of yourself, outside of yourself that you don't even know yourself. You're trying to look at yourself from someone else's perspective. It's it's time to, you know, hop back into your own body. <laughs> Deal with the problems that you're running away from. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> look within. Yeah. Because then I feel like we add so much pressure into relationships for someone else to, like, make us mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. Making them do backflips. To like keep up because it's all personal fulfillment when we like have this list for a relationship. Yes. I need him to be like this, I need her to be like this, and that's about mm-hmm. you. But why can't you be that list for yourself? For yourself, literally, instead of like thinking mm-hmm. that is outside of you, why can't you be the list? Mm. Hallelujah, amen. <laughs> We want a provider, someone who loves family, someone, everything that you lack, you be writing down. (laughs) I want a man with eight figures. You know what I'm saying? Eight figures! You got a thousand dollars in the bank. And there's nothing wrong with having a thousand dollars in the bank. But why do you want someone to give you something? And that's what I'm saying. Why do you think money is the real wealth? Mm. Yes. Somebody asked me that yesterday. Mm. yes wow Mm -hmm. because that true wealth is your spirit is your soul Mm. that can never be tampered with never be taken away and that's what we should like value the most that's what i feel like we should like truly like flourish and develop because they got us thinking that we have to chase things and that equals achievement but you know we don't get a lot of rewards for like cleansing our soul from doing our fasting like we don't we don't see like a reward from that and but it's only internally we feel that reward Mm, yes absolutely we don't society doesn't reward that we reward the the finished product the process isn't honored until the Mm. finished product is delivered because I was thinking about that today. I was like, maybe I should share some of this process. And I'm like, you know what? They're not going to respect it yet. They're going to respect it until the finished product is presented. And Girl, you got to sh- share that process to show them it don't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, a, this is a day-to-day fight that I have to deal with every single day. And I'm taking you through the trenches. Because really, people really think that things happen overnight. Oh, you just blew up overnight. No, we've been yes. working diligently, consistently, being obedient. Yes. But nobody sees that process. Mm-hmm. Nobody sees the obedience. Even when you share the process, they're like, oh, that's cool, but you still haven't did this yet. So, But when they see, oh, like Tara got acknowledged on like a big major you know, Instagram page, they're like, oh, my God, like congratulations. Y'all ain't seen a video from last week, though, <laughs> when it was on my page. <laughs> like, and it's like, they don't see until it's like this, this big production. And that's what they want. And why do it have to be a big production, like, especially, like, from white Hollywood? Mm -hmm. Like, why can't you, ooh, let's talk about this real quick. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like people really will try to downplay your accomplishments. You got to watch out for whoever says little in front of your achievements. Oh, your little podcast. Mm -hmm. Your little show. Your little YouTube. That's some haters right there. Mm-hmm. That's trying to downplay your vision because only you got your vision and you know it's much bigger than where it's at at this moment. 
But of course, they're going to try to downplay and project their fears onto you. And that's a red flag. Put the red flag down. You know, we, we, we be saying red flag. That's a red flag when instantly someone says little to any of Ooh, your accomplishments. Said little yesterday. Really? Yes. <laughs> red flag. Ooh. I'm going to have to represent that. What you think about that when someone's like really tries to downplay your achievement and put little in front of it? It was me. Little's me. So, <laughs> so, so honestly, it's the same. You you said little. It was about me. Oh. It was like little girl, like girlfriend, like type, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like trying to downplay my position. But you just saying that is like, I didn't think of it as a red flag. Um, But. Because that's, you know, that's a trending topic right now, red flags. And everybody's, Girl. like, ignoring the red flags. And but <laughs> ignoring the red flags and still entering into toxic relationships. Because they like that shit. Stop. Literally. Yeah. Literally. I think people really thrive off yeah. of, like, toxicity. Yes. Okay. I'm speaking to the youth. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but why do they? I think it may be because. They were brunk up in, like, chaos. What do you think about, like, people just thriving off of drama? It's the same as going back to when somebody says little about your stuff. They have a, you think small, I think biggie. That's what I just came to my mind. Jay-Z. Oh. You think small, I think biggie. That's showing me that's where you're at eternally. Oh, you don't believe in you. Yeah, you don't believe in yourself. Because we think literally, we think in abundance, baby. You see yourself as little. And you see yourself and everything in you is small. So you're trying to project that. That's what what you speak is who you are. As a man thinketh, so is he. So, and as you speak, that represents your mind. And so for you to just say that off kill and it just flows off your tongue. Oh, I see where you're at (laughs) yourself. Sir, ma'am. <laughs> and that's fine. And same with the drama. People who yearn on drama are trying to present dramatic situations. That's where you are. And I give you peace be upon you because I can't be around you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's like boundaries that we have to set in. But we got to also believe that God will give us a vision. Mm-hmm. And it, he will have to bless us with something small right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not little. It's small. And you have to be fruitful with what you have at this present moment and then watch it progress abundantly. We got to trust the baby steps that we take on this journey. And we can't allow anyone to downplay us when we are moving towards the vision that God called us to be on. Mm, Absolutely. Yes. Because even you receive, you know, you were saying, you know, I receive negative commentary and positive commentary. But you're at the point internally within yourself that you're not feeling consumed by the negative commentary because you know where you are headed you know the plans that he has for you plans to prosper you and not harm you and you know that and we have to be okay with not seeking validation outside of self and that takes a lot of willpower to know who you are and deflect all of those dodges, all of those low jabs that come your way that tries to knock you off course, to have you questioning yourself, because they will. Mm -hmm. But that's why I feel like we have to be ready for what we ask God for. Like I purposely really ask God for it. Thank you for the platform that I had before I had the platform. Yes. And then now, like, having a platform 
and being you gotta be cautious with what you say because some people don't have common sense some people really don't have logic so speaking with love and just being truly love loving yes. from a loving place yes. and but you can't please everybody at the same time because you still got to stay authentic to yourself yeah, yeah. so it's really it's really a art form in itself mm. like communicating to people who can understand because you got to talk to different levels here don't even alter your level though because those who are meant to receive your message will receive it mm. and those who aren't gonna you know watch something else keep keep scrolling yeah keep scrolling <laughs> and it's okay they can keep scrolling because we don't alter our truth we're not gonna alter our message to conform to you yeah we know who you are you know what i'm saying that's cool you might get mentioned you might be able to relate to this topic maybe not this one because you're multi-dimensional multi-faceted yes. woman tara is so they might not be, be able to relate to Tara's this episode about, you know, freedom in relationships. <laughs> but they can relate to your financial freedom oh. episodes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're not going to alter the message. Which, like, whatever's on our spirit, we're going to say it just how it come. And whoever feels it, going to feel it. And whoever don't, that's cool. Oh, and that's just being a dangerous woman that, you know, that I want to, <laughs> like, touch on because yes. being a dangerous woman to society mm -hmm. is a threat to people. Mm -hmm. They don't want to see you out of control, like, not having nobody's in control of you. Mm -hmm. So you mean to tell me nobody has authority of no. you? No. God? Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> and it is. Like, yes. That's so, like, frustrating for people to think that you have to be like everybody else. And we have this like clone identity thing. Like somebody was putting like, every girl looks the same now. No, they don't, sir. Your, your explore page looks like every girl looks the same. Cause that's what you're liking, that's exactly. your algorithm. Exactly, not every girl, you know, has, and, and this is just the basic, um, you know, the, the body getting done and you know, the weave and the lips and the lashes and it's beautiful. I think that, you know, adding to yourself is beautiful. I add to myself. Mm -hmm. I'll add some makeup or, you know what I'm saying? Said, right. Well, that's beautiful. You can wipe that off. Yeah. <laughs> you can't wipe the body off. Yeah, because, but, yes. you know, because why are we doing getting our body done for whom? Because the, the male species that are underdeveloped are not worthy of you having a booty just walking around here. <laughs> they can't handle that. Yes. They really are underdeveloped. So it's like, who are we doing this for? Are we trying to compete with our sisters doing this? Or are we really want male attention? I think sometimes we really want a body and we don't want to work for that body the way that is required. So we'll do the easy route. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of people do with a lot of things. And it's just, you know, convenient. We have live in a convenient time. Which Michael is a blessing. body you are bleeding over and over again to get yeah. this body like the recovery stage and i'm like is this really worth your life because this is you know because i know you are a spiritual being having this human experience so you are blessed to have this temple you know yeah. blessed to have this beautiful temple yes and the fact that you want to alter it, like, we're not satisfied with this temple that we have. And we feel like we have to make changes, jeopardizing it for who, for likes, for social media. Mm -hmm. 
it's to fit a new standard. That's all it is, to fit a new standard. Because, you know, at one point the standard was small nose, straight hair. You know what I'm saying? So people get their nose done. Like, little, little, I love you, Lil' Kim, sorry. Um, yeah. Like, for example, Lil' Kim, Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson. It was a fine black man. Big nose, full lips. He was fine. He was beautiful. He was fine, honey. I messed with him if he was, you know what I'm saying? Right. But, but he was trying to meet the standard of his times. Dang. He hated himself. I wonder what it does, like, why, what does it feel to really, like, hate yourself when you got to live with yourself? I've been there before. How did you overcome that? Uh, well, here we are. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, honestly, the hate was, I'll get to the root. I always like to get to the root first. But the hate was rooted in being in an all-white school. We had, like, three black kids. It was Clearview High School in Lorraine, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And at the time that I was going there, it was about three black kids in my class, Taylor, Talia, me, um, Bruce, that was a four. But it was a small, you know, class. And it was predominantly white people. We would get, you know, made fun of for being black. Like they would say things like black. <laughs> like literally, like in your face. And I would be like, I don't that even know what my response was. Yeah. But I didn't stand up for myself the right way at the time. And this was Because we were a child though, like children. Yes. This was from I was the same school system from elementary school to high school and I was surrounded by the same racism and um just I didn't know myself for real Mm. you know what I'm saying I was whitewashed and I hated who I was because everyone around me was something different so I aspired to be the Puerto Rican with the long hair the small nose you know what I'm saying the perfect body or I aspire I didn't really never aspire to be a white girl to be honest yeah to be honest (laughs) (laughs) but my (laughs) Just keeping it real. I love y'all, but I ain't want to be y'all. Yeah. But, you know, I wanted to be something I wasn't. And so I, you know, grew up, went to college, never came out of that. And college at Kent State University, we got something called, we had something called Black Kent State University. And it's just all black people. Capita Transitiones is like the new people come and you meet. It's all dedicated to black people. Mm. I had never seen so many many black people in my life. Never saw them, never been around them. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to, while, while I was going through this, I'm trying to be around my black family. Mm. My parents, like, they ghetto. They're not going to influence their life. Well, they're the blackest thing I got in my life. So, you know what I'm saying? So when I get to college, and it's just a family and a friendship of blackness and black excellence. Everybody was making moves. Everybody was doing something. Oh, we going to kick it at night, too. Wow. But that's what shifted it was college. So to go from hating who I was because I was in love for who I was. And I was being hated for who I was. And the whole society was hating. You know what I'm saying? I hated my nose. I hated my hair. I had long, beautiful, black, curly hair. I chopped all my hair off last year because I was going through, like, a renewal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But back to, you know, getting out of that. At Kent State University, being surrounded by a community of black people who love themselves. Mm. I had a long weave. Everything I told you I wanted, and I said I want to be the Puerto Rican with the long hair, I created. I bought some long weave. Everybody thought it was my hair because, you know, I got that expensive. Yeah. And they thought it was, you know, and I put makeup on every day. I didn't like my skin tone or my skin mm. or I put makeup on every single day, Tara, in, in college. And nobody would know I hated myself. Mm. They all just really, I was, you know, well known in college and liked in college, but I hated myself. And I would talk to men who hated me too. Cause that's what we are attracting, in, like where we're at. Yes, so the shift, the turning point was, I had a mental health 
breakdown, um, but it was rooted in spirit because mm. I had a spirit of hatred in me. So when an enemy's living in yourself, I wanted to be outside of my body so much, Tara. I literally, I told myself, I hated myself. I was laying on a, a mental health hospital floor. This is, mind you, I was supposed to graduate in December 2018. I ended up in a mental health hospital, an asylum. Mm. And I'm like, uh, excuse me. Uh, you know, and, at the time, I was like, excuse me. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? And at the time, I was Doesn't it conscious. feel like a movie? Were you like living in your own movie? It was a movie. I was on the floor crying, screaming. And it wasn't because I wasn't mad that I was there. I was mad at my own self. I just kept telling myself, I hate myself. I hate myself. And a white woman, you know, she said, get off the floor. And I said, why? He said, you have to have dignity. I didn't even have no respect for myself. I'm on this nasty hospital asylum mental health floor. You know what I'm saying? Telling myself how much I hated myself. Um, and it's all coming out in the surface. And I'm screaming, you know, thinking about the man that was not treating me right at the time. And he didn't know no better. Mm. He knew he wasn't treating me right. But, you know, he, did, he hated himself too. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So that spirit of hate was so predominant in my life that I can relate to anybody that's hating themselves now to the point where I've been there. I've tried to alter myself. I've tried to put a sewing in my hair, breaking my own hair off when I got hair. You know what I'm saying? And people loving my hair. Like, they loving my real hair. Like, like they loving you, but you just don't feel that within yourself. In the makeup every day, I was disgusted with myself. Disgusted, Tara. So long, fast forward, I was suicidal. Um was in and out of mental hospitals after that and missed graduation. Everybody thought I was missing at school because it was <laughs> random. Um, wasn't missing, was in mental health hospitals back and forth, back and, back and forth, then missed my graduation. Um, I had to take everything online, ended up getting the degree later but um, to finish everything out. But during that time period, I had a big like um, breakout in my skin. It was like the spirit was just, of hate was just, making me hate myself more and so I hated myself even more now I have this pebble oh my god like I was freaking out because I was in that white woman privileged mindset I was born in the suburbs of Lorraine now, Lorraine is predominantly hood but I was born in the suburbs I had this uppity white I'm perfect even though I'm covering who I really am even though this ain't my hair you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. so I lived in hate for myself for I would say a good 22 years so um, I love that. So I understand the woman who's altering her body. But I also understand that you're killing yourself. You're killing your soul. I've killed my own soul before. I've wanted to kill my body before because of who I was. I didn't like my skin. I didn't like my hair. I didn't like the pimples that were coming from my thoughts. Mm. You know, I didn't like it. I hated myself. And I wanted to kill myself. I slept in my room for three months in depression after this, after getting out of one hospital. In depression, just depressed, after having a handful of pills, just taking pills, smoking weed, just trying to do everything to escape who I am because I hated who I was. So you were like, I can't relate to that. It's good you couldn't, you know, like a lot of people are privileged to be around their own kind early and be around a lot of black excellence early. It's a blessing and a privilege for real. Because I was, the, the perspective that the white man has on us, it was my perspective about myself. Yeah. I wasn't shit. I, I wasn't anything. Yeah. So, um, long story short, you know, 
didn't kill myself, still here. <laughs> um, but I chopped my hair off, and last year, um, it started over within, in, in, from the inside out. And yeah, with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus Christ, and my whole life changed. And I love myself. Wow. I genuinely love myself. Wow. I just appreciate you for like sharing that to us. You know how much I can relate because mm-hmm. I did go to a predominantly white school as well mm-hmm. to have me straightening my hair to mm-hmm. thinking I got to perm my hair to wearing like Hollister and Abercrombie like mm-hmm. fitting this mold. Yes. You feel me? Like yes. Yes. to but we don't even know the impact that has on us and that's like our youth. And do you, do we got to understand like was to come like mm-hmm. how we overcame that and how oh, yeah. we were like brainwashed at an early age and you know ch- children we are easily like us we're a sponge to to feel like we're less than and we have to do all this other stuff and we're just easily being targeted at that age mm-hmm. but the fact that you are so beautiful thank you so i know you hear this all the time but, like, the fact that you feel now that yes. you are worthy, that you are whole, that you are complete, that you don't need, <sighs> need any of that other stuff mm-hmm. to tell you. You don't even need nobody to tell you that because you know yourself now. And that's we all just got to get to that place. Like, But, unfortunately, sometimes we do get broken down in childhood, but we can't give up. Like, yeah. I'm glad yeah. you didn't give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and these children are in school, and they're being handed mindsets and, and cultural influences. That their parents can tell them a thousand things. You can tell me I'm pretty mom, or you can tell me. My dad taught me had, had a library of African history and would wow. teach me about who I was. I still don't love myself. It wasn't until I, until I was in a community of black people who loved themselves that I began to, even then I didn't love myself, to be honest. I had to go to a mental asylum and and get, you know, this gotta go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It had to get there. Nobody can make you love you but you. Mm. What was the steps of loving yourself? Well, I bought your book. Oh! <laughs> Self-love manual. I did buy your book. Wow. I've been reading your book wow. still. And I, I read Thank books. You. I Yes, I read books. You're very wise. And I watched things on YouTube, but it honestly was facing all the hate facing the hate why going back to why what's the core of this um, I still have scars from two years ago you know what I'm saying that's not done the journey's not done the process isn't done and I'm still working on those things if, if you think about it if you've done something habitually for 22 years when you it's been two years and now I'm 24 now yeah. it's been two years I'm a baby in loving myself you know what I'm saying? Fresh into it, yes. So nourishing yourself, setting a standard for yourself, mm. knowing yourself, and not looking outside of yourself. There is no one more beautiful than you. There is no one better flyer, more liked than you. You have to like you. Some people that get liked a lot, they like themselves. Maybe <laughs> that's it's the confidence. Yes. It's yes. the confidence. They really like themselves. And um and even people who hate themselves are, are, are really liked. So that's the whole point. It starts with you. So you have to purge everything that is not of who you really are. Mm. Um, the lies. Because anything negative that you hear is a lie. 
It's not. It's not of God. And the fact that, like, going to a predominantly white school, mm-hmm. we really don't understand, like, the mm-hmm. impact that has until later on. Mm-hmm. Because it really, I know it had me confused. Yeah. Had me really feeling like I really got to straighten my curly hair. Yeah. Wear these messy buns and just fit into this. And it's not good. Like, we really have to see people like ourselves. And that's why I really believe in, like, we have to teach our youth. Like, they got to see us. They have to see young black women teaching these people so they can see Mm. people who looks like them. They have to see excellence, Mm. black excellence. Yeah, someone they can relate to because it really has an impact on us yes someone with their true self showing up as some true selves i would see girls come with like no makeup on to work um i was working in maryland at the time in dc i was doing an internship one summer and every black woman you know dc is dmv is black okay mm-hmm. it's close to atl in the blackness yeah and so they would come to work beautiful black woman with no makeup on and I've never seen that before. That was during the time. That was the summer before I went to the hospital. Was in the hospital, so I was still putting makeup on every day. And so I said, "Wow, well, I can come to work without makeup on." And they were like, "I love your hair." And like I was like, "Thank you." And it was just my hair curly. She like, and then some girl said, "I wish you I had curly hair." Like it was just different things than seeing another black woman in the truth in their own skin with their own hair, their own body. You know what I'm saying? Because they want us to hate ourselves. Like, this is so deep. Yes. This is so deep. And the media has been programming us to, like, get, like, to just steer away from our truest self. Yes. I'm so glad, like, we have gained the consciousness, awareness of who we are and, like, how whole we are, Mm -hmm. how beautiful we are, not just aesthetically outside, Mm -hmm. like, inside. Yes. There's a depth to you. You know what I'm saying? And I could feel it. Mm. It's felt. So, like, for that to even be prominent in who you are and when you speak, you the, the room shakes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the woman I've always wanted to be. Wow. So, like, God bless you. And, like, even as you progress in this journey, know that you are a gen. You're a legend. Mm. Wow. Like, for real. Wow, that means so much. <laughs> like, Bro, I ain't guessing you. Maybe that's the truth. Yeah. Okay. That's the truth. Tell the truth. We got too sexy for that cat. Come on. And that's why I feel like we are too sexy for the cat, for for unprotected anything, just even just to give our body away as well. Girl. What you think about just being too sexy for this world? Listen, and I'm going to keep bringing scripture up, so like me. Yeah. <laughs> Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That means your body, your womb, your mind is greater than anybody that you let insert themselves into you. Like, even the men, like, these men are not worthy of your vagina. Like, and it just is what it is. <laughs> Honestly, uh, and but, like, we don't understand the impact, like, sex has as well. The unplanned pregnancies, the sexually transmitted diseases. The the body and soul transfer. That's talk, That can t- kill you more a, than the disease. Talk about it. The, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> talk to us, baby. <sighs> that soul tie is real, man. People 
you know, it's different for a man because we were talking about this earlier. Women are closer to God. And so being a woman, it's like a clear, um, blessed water, like a holy water. You don't put dirt in holy water because mm. it's too sacred. Mm. Ooh. So, sir, if you are not adding to me, helping me grow, and I can't do the same for you, first of all, why are we talking? <laughs> and the, why are we communicating? You know what I'm saying? And it's not that you want something from someone. It's just that women often put themselves in unreciprocated relationships. Like, they're giving them they're all themselves. Beautiful women, top tier, 10 out of 10. Giving the bare minimum. Giving. Getting. Yes. Getting. Getting the bare minimum. You see, God protected that. <laughs> getting the bare minimum from yes. these brothers. Bare minimum. And they know no better. They've never they been given no nothing more. So they think a nigga trick. Sorry. Ooh. <laughs> they think a man tricking on them, buying them stuff. They thinking like, oh yeah, he loves me. Like this is, I got me a good one. Says no, nah, cause he cheating on you, he's lying to you, and he doesn't value you, and he sees you the same as any other girl, mm-hmm. and he knows that that you'll take some money, and, and that's all you know. That's you don't all have you any more need. Yeah. And money is paper. It's not literally paper. <laughs> it's it truly serves no value within the soul. <sighs> Money should not impress you. It should not move you. It should not make you throw it down, open your legs, shake it open, pop it open, Mm-mm. pop on that pole, do cartwheel. It shouldn't make you do none of that stuff. It's paper. And you can sit still and speak and make a billion dollars. You don't got to take nothing off, baby. You you know. You don't got to take nothing off. Nothing. And I understand, you know, like when women operate from that way because they just got to a numb place. They must have been taken advantage of because, unfortunately, it's a difference between men and a male. These male species are predators or mm-hmm. rapists or truly sexually harassing women. Just when we walk out the house, it's it's. You, we at danger. Even, even I heard men say that they are at danger by other males. That's a red flag. You're not at danger by no woman. Women are angels, angeletic. So we have to understand and hold these type of male species accountable because they operating like zombies and savages, straight dogs out here. They on an animalistic mindset being right now. You know. It's funny you say that. And it's all love for men. We are not hating men. It is rooted in the white man's supremacy. And when you just said animal, I literally thought how they compared us to less than a dog back in 400 years ago or before. You know, they compared us to animals. Mm -hmm. So we were dogmatic. Men were dogmatic. They were hung. They were on trees. Even women. But men always have it 10 times harder yeah you know what i'm saying as far as in the physical so i think that spirit of the enemy is definitely predominant in black men and they are are sometimes harmless and blameless because it was ingrained in their dna it's deep yeah and and that's why I, they are the most likely to commit suicide is like mm. men as well. Because wow. all, out of all of the pressure that they have on them and society and like looking for them to be a provider and a protector. But they haven't even been protecting themselves. They don't know nothing about no self-love. A lot of these brothers don't know nothing about 
loving themselves. They hate themselves. Majority of black men hate themselves because they're not where they want to be financially. And like that should not define you. And I understand that's what most they're like this era is striving off of like financial gain mm -hmm. from another person. And I'm like, that should not define you. That mm -hmm. should not move you. Like, you are more than, like, what you got in your bank account right now. Mm -hmm. The If you if you think a million dollars is going to make you happy, it's in the mail. Just wait for it. You yeah. feel me? But why do we feel like some type of a, a couple commas going to make you more happy if you're not already internally happy? Mm. It's like we have an, an outside-in strategy, and everything's inside-out. Everything is inside-out. I don't care who you are, how much money you have, everything's inside-out. So we may see a billion-dollar Bill Gates, but we don't know what his marriage is like. Oh, yeah, he just got divorced. Really? He just are got divorced. I, I believe so. I okay. believe so. Or it was Jeff Bezos. One of them. Yes. One of them. I, I think they. I right, think yes. they ended up. But that's why, how we said before, a lot of these marriages don't last. Like, I think it's like, it's a 50-50, you're gambling. Because mm -hmm. if you're not thriving in your singleness, what makes you think you're about to thrive in being in a partnership? You're not. You're just going to be hit. <laughs> all them things, if you're going through it long, going to be thrown back in your face but by someone else. Because that's all yeah. we're doing is just mirroring each other. Yes. Your, your partner is your biggest reflection. Mm. And why did Ayanla, the OG, say that relationships are not supposed to be fun? They are supposed to be healing. Like, they're supposed to help you heal. So, we're going in there as the idea, like, of mm. relationships supposed to be fun and Instagram-ness and vacations and holidays. But this is, like, a service industry. This is, like, a healing that we both entering into together. But if you're putting someone above your own healing, all you're going to do is feel remorseful towards this person and thinking that they owe you something because you're not putting yourself first. Mm. Many people are unconscious that they're unhealed, though. There's not many people that know they're not healed. So two unconscious, ignorant people coming into one relationship is toxicity. <laughs> Red flags. Red flags! <laughs> yeah, it's because the spirit isn't highlighted in our generation. And in order for you to have all that money you want to have and sustain it and to have a legacy, there has to be something spiritual going on and stirring up. You think God might just give you a million dollars because you asked for it and you don't even know what you're going to do with it. Yes. But then that's another thing. Like these unconscious people coming together and then they create another unconscious being having mm. sex because all a baby come from is just because you having sex. So it's not a big congratulations from me you going to get because all you did was just had this unprotected physical act because you're thriving in lust. Mm -hmm. You're thriving in lust thinking that's going to give you some fulfillment. And now mm -hmm. the kid is in a detrimental place because of this unconscious beings that they're operating from. So now the kid has no stability, no true guidance because... Mm -hmm. Who are they truly going to look up to when the parents didn't even take time to do the personal development? Mm. We got to take time for personal development. But we skip that because they don't teach us that in school, like, to develop yourself. I did a proposal on a holistic self-care program, but starting in high school. Because I think it was middle school. 
Because it's those ages where you're highly influenced. You need that. We, why are we learning math and science and this person does not know who they are? They don't know God. Wow. They don't know spirit. They don't know what spirit or soul or anything is. They don't know why they hate themselves. You know what I'm saying? They don't know why they're here. Yeah, and I think they are. there are personal development classes, but they be about health. You can't have health without your spirit being right. Mm. Everything's backwards. And I think it's because we want to ignore religion. We want to not ignore religion. But religion and spirit are separate. So yeah. you teaching someone about their holistic self, mind, body, soul, spirit, that's not putting in Islam or Christianity or anything. or Catholic. It's just saying you need this first, baby, to get this first. And you can choose whatever religion you want, but that's needed for our youth. God. Because all they see is surface, 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 even in school, numbers and science and words. Okay, let's take a step back. How are you feeling today, sir? Oh. What, what's going on at home? Mm. Why were you late to class? You suspending Johnny. Johnny's dad is in jail. His mom is on drugs. His grandma just died. He in house by himself, but ain't telling nobody. We don't get to the core mm-hmm. until it's too late, until Johnny got shot, or Johnny shot somebody, or he's in jail. Right. The signs be there. The red flags yeah. be there. We be ignoring the red flags. That's needed, Tara. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I believe yeah. that we are called to that, because if we see it, that's when we got to do something about it. We can't just wait for somebody to happen. I feel like God called us to do something about it. Yes, ma'am. Hallelujah, yes. And if that's not enough motivation for you, anybody watching, like, as an individual to get your stuff together, the youth, then I don't know what to tell you. You like, gotta want it. Yeah, it, yeah, it starts within, and that's just on period. Like, that's on period. Yes, it's on period. <laughs> it's just, dude, Sean <laughs> let me tell you, Jay-Z Hope even said that spiritual stuff really worked in his song. He had to tap in wow. himself. You got to, because we're not just a human just existing, and this is just a coincidence that you're watching this and that we're here. It's nothing is a coincidence mm-hmm. when it's ordained and it's aligned. Man, before we close out, I would love for you to just give some advice, whatever comes to mind, whatever that you need to hear to tell your inner child to keep driving. Wow. <laughs> that was beautiful the way you just said that. <laughs> wow. So from my inner child to your inner child. Yeah, because that's all we operating from. Honor your seed. Honor your seed. Um, you talked in the beginning about, you know, we're planting something and it's growing and, you know, it's a process. Honor the seed. Nourish that seed. Water that seed in your own timing. Don't neglect that seed because it'll never grow into a flower or a plant or a tree. You know what I'm saying? Honor your seed. Honor it. Nourish it. Sit in it. Bask in it. Don't rush it. Because who are you trying to catch up with? When you're trying to catch up with somebody else, you're going to trip and fall and have to build a new seed. So honor your soil. You know what I'm saying? The people around you, you the seed. Your production is a seed. Your business is a seed. You know what I'm saying? Whatever is on your heart and spirit to pursue is your seed. So whoever's surrounding it, make sure they're nourishing and only quality people are allowed around you. You know what I'm saying? That seed, that seed is sacred. The soil is sacred. And what's going to bloom is going to go so crazy. Oh, and it don't happen yes. on banana. Mm-mm. It don't happen. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you so much. This is going to be like many more to come. <laughs> yes. But this is just like one of many. But I just want to thank you so much yes. for showing up, 
for yourself and showing up for us as well, but being so authentic and vulnerable to us. Thank you. Because it's going to save someone and everybody can relate because we all felt that way. Mm -hmm. Like, we all trying to figure it out. We all trying to, like, identify, like, what is love and the true love that's with with all is God. Mm -hmm. God is love. That's what we should seek first. Yes, you just put over. Seek first the kingdom, and all <laughs> all good things will be given to you. All righteous things will be given to you. Mm-hmm. Wealth, abundance. Yes, you're just. Hey, we can talk forever, so <laughs> we're gonna end that there. We, yes, <laughs> period. We, we, we bouncing and bouncing and bouncing back. Oh my, but yes. you gonna be back for many more. Yes, ma'am. ATL living, baby. Come on, ATL. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in, tapping in. Can you tell us where we can like stay connected with you? Yes, you can follow my Instagram, Asada Cheers. A S S A. I'm sure she'll put something. Asada. Yes, <laughs> gotta gotta edit. Follow, that, I mean, I mean, <laughs> follow my Instagram, Asada Cheers. It's probably gonna change soon. All right, let me just start over. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> follow my Instagram below. <laughs> Straight like that. Took us a while Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Bailey, so much for tuning in, tapping in. We gonna miss you at the top, baby. Peace.